This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk about pegging. What is pegging? Who's into it? What's it like? How do you do it? What are some, you know, health and safety around it? And the reason I want to talk about it is because it's been in the news recently. That news will probably have died down by the time you're hearing this. But it was in the news because here in the UK, there were articles coming out about Prince William having an affair. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not here to discuss that. And also saying that during this affair, he was enjoying pegging. Now, I don't know anything about Prince William. I don't want to talk about him, but I do want to talk about pegging because on the back of that being in the news, I've had a lot of inquiries about what is it, you know, is it something I should try? Who's it for? All that kind of thing. So let's talk about it. Before I jumped on the podcast to record it, I looked up where the term originally came from and learned that about 20 years ago in America, there's a sex advice columnist called Dan Savage. I believe he has a podcast as well. He is the one that coined the term pegging. And at that time when he first came up with it, it was when a cisgender woman would put on a strap on and anally penetrate a cisgender man. However, over the last 20 years, the term pegging has become more inclusive and now pretty much, uh, refers to when someone of any gender puts on a strap-on and uses it anally with their partner of any gender. So it's got a, a, a much more inclusive definition now. And so whether you are the owner of a penis or not, you could put on a strap-on. But typically, the way it's used, the way I know it used the most, is when a woman uses a strap-on on a man anally. And so why would you want to do it? And yeah, let's get into that. So, oh gosh, there's so many reasons. Where do I start? So for one, anal penetration for men is something for many men that holds a lot of pleasure. There's a a lot of nerve endings and soft tissue there that when stroked or massaged or engaged with in some kind of way, brings a lot of pleasure. It's a great way to access the prostate where you can actually have prostate orgasms. You can create analgasms. It's a really beautiful place of pleasure for many, many men. It's not for everyone, but um, it's definitely worth a try if it's something that you're interested in. And before you go into full-on strap-on penetration, I would recommend that you start with something smaller. So if your partner is willing to take some time to massage around the anus, the outside of it, you want to be very, very relaxed and 
a little bit aroused so you can engage with each other and however you want to, whatever feels good, and then have your partner or ask your partner to do some kind of warming up of the area. So you want to kind of think of, you know, if you are a masterful lover of women or people with vaginas, you would know that you want her to feel safe and relaxed and have her whole body relaxed and get her very highly aroused before you would penetrate her with anything. And the same applies when a man is being anally penetrated. And this is one of the reasons why it's so good for a man to be on the receiving end of penetration, because, you know, like in BDSM, in power play, where a top learns from bottoming and a bottom learns from topping, or a dom learns from subbing and a sub learns from doming. Um, if you are usually the penetrator in your relationship, you learn a lot about being a penetrator by being penetrated. It's a really beautiful way to learn like, oh, I see. Yes, I do need to spend more time helping you relax. I do need to create a much safer space. I do need to be careful with the language that I use. I do need to you know, be willing to use some you know, coconut oil or lube or whatever it is that has been requested. And so it's a really beautiful way for you to explore your own pleasure as the receiver of something, as the one being penetrated, but also being on the on the different end of what normally happens for you sexually. Plus, it also gives your partner, who might often be the one who is penetrated, the option to be on the the more active in, say, the penetrating in, and to see what that feels like for her. There are physical reasons that both of you might really enjoy uh, kind of swapping of roles, as it were, but there's also mental, emotional, spiritual, you know, sexual benefits to giving that a go. It opens you up to being someone who's willing to try new things. It gives you the chance to be vulnerable, to be courageous. You know, there's a there's a vulnerability in in penetrating and there's a vulnerability in being penetrated. And it's really awesome to be on the different side of that than usual. You know, plus as I as I started with, there's a whole bunch of pleasure possible for you there that um, you may not have explored before. So I think I've already said this, but I'm going to go backwards a little bit. If possible, though, start with some massage around the area. Start with getting your partner to massage the anus without penetration first and practice with fingers, with your partner's fingers first. What does it feel like to be penetrated at all? How do you need to relax? What's a comfortable position? How is your communication with each other? And start to build in practice and safety. So you're practicing being penetrated. She's practicing being a penetrator. And you're finding out what works for you. Do you need more time, more lube, you know, better communication about how it's feeling, you know, all that sort of thing. So once you're comfortable 
with a finger, then you might want to go on to a dildo that, you know, you can get um, a variety of sizes of dildo. So you might want one that is the next size up from a finger, or you might be ready to go straight into a strap-on. And, the, you know, there's a whole bunch of strap-ons. I'm not going to go into all of that. I would recommend you go to your local sex toy shop and ask some questions about, you know, what's a good fit. A lot of them you can use different size dildos with. So you might want to get like a starter size if it's new for you. You'll know. Go together, you know, have some fun with it and just start slow. You, you're you going to want to communicate really well, like, um, is this okay? Is it all right if I enter you now? How does this feel? Do you want me to, like, if you're the woman doing this, or if you're the man, you might want to communicate to her. Could you enter me and just hold still? Or could you enter, but just a little, just the tip, as they say, and I'll tell you when to move in further. Or could you put it all the way in, but be still? Or could you put it all the way in, but move it in and out just a little bit, you know, or any combination of the above or whatever it is, you know, that works for you. You must, must communicate. You must be willing to stop if it need you know, if you need to stop, if either of you needs to stop and explore how it feels for both of you, what comes up for both of you. Is it exciting? Is it sensual? Is it educational? You know, does it make you feel closer together? Does it make you harder? Does it help your erection? Does it make you come quicker? It might because you're getting the prostate stimulation. Maybe you don't at all because it's all new and you're, you know, just getting used to it. But it's a great thing to explore. A couple of health and safety things. Use as much lube as you need to. Do not hold back on the lube. It is a game changer. You don't want anal penetration to hurt or be unpleasant or cause any little rips or tears. So use as much lube as you feel that you need. You want to also make sure that you have the right kind of lube to go with the dildo that you're using in the strap-on. So for example, I believe if you're using a silicone dildo, which is what most of them are made out of, you don't want a silicone-based lube, you want a water-based lube. So, you know, when you go and purchase your um, harness and dildo that you're going to use, you can ask for some help with which lube to buy. Um, And then, you know, once you're in there and you're doing it, you're doing the pegging, as they say, there's other things you can be doing. So if you are doing, if you are being pegged and you're on your hands and knees, you could be stroking your own penis, you know, either to keep you really aroused or to add to it or to orgasm if you've both agreed that. You could be on your back with your hips on a pillow And depending on how your bodies fit together, you know, looking into each other's eyes, kissing or whatever, you know, feels really good for you. I would have a think about um, what do you both want to get out of it? How do you both want to feel? Do you want to keep going until one or both of you has found their way to orgasm? Are you not fussed about orgasm? You know, I would very much if you're if you're new to it completely, I would very much recommend 
just playing with it, just trying, like, does it even feel good? Do I want to just use fingers for a while until I'm ready for a strap on? You know, like there's no rush. There's nowhere you have to get to. You don't have to do it because it's in the news. I just wanted to tell you a little bit more about what it is and how to do it safely. So I hope that that's been helpful. Something you may want to remember is that if this is your first time being penetrated or being a penetrator, or if you know it's the first time for your partner on whichever side that is, make sure that you leave enough time afterwards for some aftercare, for some kisses and cuddles and gentleness and stroking each other's bodies and being cuddled up, and some time for talking about it. You know, how was it for you, darling? Did you like this or that? Should I, you know, do you want to take more time next time? Do we need more lube? Like, leave space to debrief afterwards because, you know, it's, it could be very emotional. It could bring stuff up for you. It could make you feel a certain way. So it's really good to have some sort of closure together, some aftercare together. I also want to address something that comes up when men ask me about pegging. They say, I'm not gay, but I would like to try you know, being penetrated. I'm not gay, but I like a finger in my butt. You know, I'm not gay, but I would like to have a dildo inside me. Your sexual orientation doesn't change according to the actions that you take during sex. You know, you can be straight and still sleep with somebody of your own gender. That doesn't change your orientation. It's just you having an adventure. It's just you trying something new. It's just you, you know, whatever. Um, and so a man, a cisgender man particularly, wanting to try pegging or having fingers or other things up their bum doesn't make you gay. It just makes you who you are and it makes you someone who is an adventurer and willing to explore yourself in pursuit of more pleasure, knowing yourself on deeper levels, connecting more deeply with your partner, and wanting to know yourself and your expand your sexual self-awareness even more. Doesn't change your sexual orientation though. The last thing I'd like to say is I know that um, some men find silicone dildos directly in their ass can feel like oh, burning or strange. And so I recommend putting a condom on it. I mean, there's a thousand other reasons you'd want to put a condom on your, on the dildo in a strap-on, um, health and safety, you know, all kinds of reasons. But yeah, I recommend putting a condom on it and then using the right kind of lube with it. Um, so have you heard of pegging before? Have you only heard of it when it was in the news? Is it something you've been wanting to try, but you've been feeling like you weren't sure, or you didn't know how to bring it up, or maybe you felt a bit of fear or shame? I just want to remind you that whatever your desires are, if it's done with consenting adults, it's absolutely fucking beautiful. Be you, don't worry about what anybody else thinks. I hope that you feel as free as possible to explore pleasure and desire and arousal and intimacy and all those delicious things. And pegging can be a really beautiful part of that. If you're both into it, give it a go. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, 
central self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.